Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the ITB News Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Outhwaite. This is, of course, the monthly podcast brought to you by ITB Berlin, the world's leading travel trade show. Each monthly episode, we bring you up to date with all the news in travel from around the world, as well as an exclusive interview. And in this episode's exclusive interview, Monica Hutchings is chatting to Mark Antipoff, who is the Executive Director of Business Development at Hotel Beds. But before we get stuck in with this month's episode, we are going to hear some news. And of course, please do remember, if you are looking for more up-to-date news features, do visit news.itb.com. Latvia is highlighting itself as a destination for water tourism. Located on the Baltic Sea, there are about 12,500 rivers and streams in its territory, and its lakes cover 1.5% of the country's territory. Such water infrastructure offers great opportunities for water and wind sports. Water and tourism spots in Latvia are available to every interest group and any level of difficulty and include offerings such as yachting, kite surfing and river boating. In a recent exclusive interview with ITB News, Miss Inessa Shurava, director of the tourism department of the Investment and Development Agency of Latvia, explained that tourism numbers in Latvia were better than expected. The majority of inbound tourists are individuals and small groups, with the majority of travellers coming from the Baltic region, Estonia and Lithuania. They are part of Latvia's priority target markets, as well as Germany, Finland, Sweden and the UK. She explained that there has been an increased demand for nature tourism and sustainable tourism, with many people seeking less crowded destinations, far from the daily stress and closer to nature. The international travel industry will meet live at the Berlin Exhibition Grounds from the 5th to the 7th of March 2024. Exhibitors can already register their stand at ITB Berlin on a new exhibitor portal. Via the portal, stands can be reserved quickly online, registrations can take place of all co-exhibitors and all service bookings can be managed for participation in the show. Deborah Rota, Exhibition Director of ITB Berlin, explained, Following this year's successful return of ITB Berlin, we are pleased to already be giving exhibitors the opportunity to register for 2024. Discussions with customers have been given clear signs that we can expect high demand. That is why we advise our customers to register soon, so they can take advantage of early bird rates and make sure of the best places in the halls. As in previous years, the internationally acclaimed ITB Berlin convention will take place parallel with the show as a live event on the Berlin Exhibition Grounds. At ITB Berlin 2023, around 5,500 exhibitors from 161 countries displayed their products and services to over 90,000 visitors. In 2023, under the heading Mastering Transformation, the ITB Berlin Convention took place as a live event with a total of 24,000 attendees who took part in 200 sessions with 400 leading speakers. European travel recovery continued in the second quarter of 2023, owing to high consumer demand despite stubborn inflation and increasing travel costs. On the international front, the USA proves to be the strongest long-haul source market to date this year, according to the latest report of the European Travel Commission. 
the European Travel Commission European Tourism Trends and Prospects report for the second quarter of 2023 was released in July and provides a comprehensive analysis of the region's latest tourism and macroeconomic developments. Europe's tourism recovery is maintaining its momentum despite economic headwinds, reaching about 95% of 2019 levels of international tourist arrivals. The recovery in air traffic volumes was lagging behind consumer demand across Europe in 2022 and early 2023. However, the tide seems to be turning, with data up to June showing recovery edging closer to pre-pandemic levels. This can be attributed to increased airline capacity across both European and foreign airline carriers, which will hit the market in time for the peak summer months. European flight scheduling is returning to its pre-pandemic 2019 levels with planned seat capacity at 96% this summer. And now it's time for this episode's exclusive interview where Monica Hutchings is chatting to Mark Antipoff, who is the Executive Director of Business Development at Hotel Beds. Mark is a board-level, internationally experienced senior executive with extensive experience in the payments and technology services industries. He joined Hotel Beds in February 2023 in the newly created role of Business Development Director. He has a career spanning more than 30 years at some of the world's leading financial companies and at Hotel Beds, he is responsible for developing new products, segments and business models to accelerate growth across all areas of the business. Monica Hutchings reporting for ITB News Podcast. Today I'm joined by Mark Antipoff, Business Development Director for Hotel Beds. How has Hotel Beds repositioned itself from a bed bank to a travel tech company? So, the first of all, contextualize the travel industry has been going through consolidation. Um, we've seen this in, in, in the industry over the last, you know, sort of decades, really, between airlines consolidation and hotel consolidations and chain. That continues to happen. And that was, you like, a little bit of a catalyst. Uh, for us in terms of how we consolidate. We come from a consolidated background. We were three different companies, um, mm-hmm. most of them in the bed bank space. But obviously, we've sort of put all these companies together. And we used that opportunity to recreate a little bit the ambition of the, of the company and the strategy to reposition ourselves a little bit more as a, as a tech, although we're human tech because we're not taking platform where we're still a lot of people so it's a good combination of human and tech um really to respond to uh if you like traveler changes and traveler demands because uh, most travelers today think of a connected experience you know they want to buy a flight plus a hotel plus uh, transfers plus 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 you know all of the things mm-hmm. that happen and maybe cover their insurance and the industry obviously have been looking at these connected uh, pieces, itinerary management, tours or packages. Um, and we basically recreated, uh, reinvested in our platforms, uh, improved and continued to adding some of the services. And so, yeah, there's been quite a bit of investment and change. We're still a very large content provider. So if you think of our business as the human capital, we're experts in travel the technology, which has been a, a large investment and roadmap for us, and, and then the contents, you know, these three things are what are helping us transform uh, into a travel tech company. Sure, absolutely. Can you tell us about some of the trends shaping the market? 
Yes, there are. Uh, I mean, obviously, the one I mentioned, the connected trip, you know, the consumer, uh, let's call it experience, because consumers now, when they think of travel, they think of the whole whole things. Uh, and by consumer, they could be business and or, or pleasure, which connects to the second trend that we're seeing, which is this uh, combined leisure, which is business and leisure combined. So you go on a business trip, and then you add maybe an extension of a weekend or your partner joins you or, you know, so that, that pleasure is becoming a term that's being used. And I think it's an interesting one. Um, destination, if I think of the destination, the receiving uh, uh, organizations, hotels, restaurants, whatever, um, really like the pleasure, pleasure uh, clients. So not only they're extending their stay, but also they're generally you know, increase their spend and, and uh, value, if you like, in, in, in that. So from a segment perspective, the leisure traveler is an interesting traveler. It used to be the fit traveler, but, you know, it's more leisure traveler going through. So we know that that's uh, a trend that will continue. The focus, if you like, on all the rise in sustainable travel, uh, the green mindsets, clearly driven by what's happening around us, whether it's, uh, you know, climate change or uh, the sort of the media or et cetera. People are becoming a little bit more conscious about this, um, as are the content providers and our partners. So hotels are thinking of their green credentials, uh, even the entire markets, entire destinations are thinking of their green credentials. Uh, the airline industry is putting a lot of effort into green. So... That's a trend, and that will continue. Um, and you know, that's sort of firmly established. Um, the digital journey that happened in many other industries continues in the travel industry. I mean, obviously, online travel agents have changed the way that people book. Um, the big e-commerce websites have done that, mm. and now the supply side is also looking to digitize. And you know, the Count, you know, not having to go to the counter to do your things is, is, is uh, whether it's at the hotel, at a car rental, you know, sort of book it, pick your keys and go, you know, that's happening, that's happening. Pick your keys for the hotel, pick your keys for, uh, so that's happening. So the, the, the partners are on a digital journey on that side. There's a lot of reinvention in terms of processes, so uh, fintech stroke travel tech stroke insure tech coming in and blending in into how you source and, and buy things. So that's that's quite a, a, a good trend um, that we're seeing. And then there's a, there's a bit of a mix which we're looking at between <clears throat> during COVID, obviously, staycation had picked up quite a bit. So the domestic travel segment, obviously, after COVID, there's been a lot of go out of segment. And now there's a bit of rebalancing happening. So it'd be quite interesting to watch that trend between domestic versus uh, versus international uh, and how that's going. But I think it also lines up with the CSR or, or the sustainability sustainability piece as well. So that depending on the mindset. Um, and then you've got more mini, mini breaks uh, trends. So, you know, small weekends away or getaways more frequently happening as well as, you know, your two weeks or, or 10 days in the summer. So we're seeing, I think people are happy to invest. I mean, there's always a challenge in terms of inflationary costs, etc. But I think 
travel holidays in particular, but also business travel is picking up and, and you know, people are still doing that. So uh, that's happening. And then uh, the theme of experience or thinking of it as an experience is also a rising thing. I think uh, going somewhere for a reason as opposed to just sitting on a beach is becoming also a trend that we, we might see more. So you might get, we believe you will get more curated content uh, happening, you know, um, you know. I think uh, there was a, an article a while back around people would want to go and visit a film location because they've just watched the film, you know, that type of stuff. So you're, sure. you're incentivized and motivated through that curation. So I think that will happen. Influences will change the way that people think of destinations as well. Yes, that's a very good point. Um... You've kind of touched on this already, but have you identified any growth opportunities or sweet spots on the market? Yeah, I mean, I think this connected connected trip and itinerary management, the ability to, I mean, first of all, us as a business, we always think we're a, we're a pure business to business. So we, we help our partners and our, our, our uh, clients, if you like, serve their clients. So, so we're there to support their brand. So think of us as within, right? So whatever your, whatever your front-end consumer brand, we're there to help you support you with your clients. But we do have a hat around the B2B to C or the business to business to their consumer. We don't deal directly with the consumer, but we have them in, in the heart of how we design and we think about the services that are provided. Um, you know, whether it's customer service, operation, uh, booking, confirmation, etc. And this connected trip piece comes together because once you connect it, you're creating this package of connection. Mm -hmm. If any part of the chain breaks, you need to be able to support the remaining part or change it or modify it. It's quite complicated. It's murky. A lot of people don't want to do it because it's very complex. So we're we, we, we think that there will be a trend of, of that expertise, uh, experience, supporting, if you like, the brands to be able to offer that extended service. We're seeing it with a few major brands out there offering, you know, holidays or packages more. But it is, it is quite complex. I don't know. I'll give you the example. You miss your flight. Uh, that will mean you will miss your taxi or transfer. That will mean you will miss your booking into the hotel. If it's overnight, you better stay somewhere else, etc. So if you are, you had hoped you're booking that experience in an end-to-end -end sense and something breaks in the middle, that whole thing disappears. And you've got to make, as a brand, you've got to make sure your client is protected. It's easy. Sure. So be quite good that you're connected with the airline, you know that there's a flight cancellation, flight delay, that itinerary gets automatically changed. You send lovely, uh, comforting notes to the client saying, you know, we're sorry that you're, you're missed the connection. We don't worry, we've changed your itinerary, that type of stuff. So I think that will be a trend in, in the industry. That's, uh, that, that's for sure. And I think it's a, it's a growing segment and will continue to grow. Obviously, we're getting quite a lot of, uh, I, I was sort of keeping an eye, if you like, on new corridors, new traveler corridors, mm -hmm. markets that were not open are rebranding themselves to be more open. So like at a destination, you know, there's quite a lot of competition on destination, depending on you as a destination, what brand 
you have uh, put your cell phone, are you a, you know, a summer, a winter sun, are you a holiday destination, etc. There's quite a bit of competition in terms of that content available at the destination. So that's a trend where the destination is going to try and rebuild its profile to attract. So it could be, I like the example of, uh, you know, whether it's Ecuador or whether it's uh, 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 Costa Rica, mm-hmm. you know, being a eco-friendly Yes. destination. But of course, if you're in Europe, you're going to spend a lot of miles to get there. So it's a bit of a counter. But, you know, that brand, what brand you're going to go? And I think there's quite a bit of competition on that. So that will be a trend. And that's that's good for the industry anyway. Uh, you know, increased competition on attracting. Um, I think and the other opportunity is how you're marketing yourself. We're seeing a lot more of, and I think I mentioned it, social media influencing mm-hmm. um, drivers coming up, which will uh, maybe attract a new generation of traveler for a different reason, you know, different guys, you know, because they're going to see something or maybe there's some interesting events happening that, while you're traveling. So the experience is going to be driving some of the thought process. You know, it's, it, it's no longer just go to the same place, sit around the pool and come back, come back home. You want... You want that content to be rich, and you want it to be a really valuable experience, particularly because it's now costing you a lot more than before. Um, and so, you know, you need you need to make sure you're getting your uh, the value out of the money that you're spending as a traveler. And the industry is gearing up to make sure that that's that's going to be uh, as pleasurable as possible. So, customer service obviously is a, is another growth uh, growth area. Of course. Um, and last question, and again, you've kind of touched on some of these, but um, what about business development? What are the future plans or new markets for Beds Online? Yeah, so I mean, Beds Online, one of our brand, but also as a group generally, um, uh, you know, it looks for us, you know, we're very excited about the future. Um, Obviously, demand in, in the industry, you know, post-COVID, the recovery has been very strong, uh, continues to be strong. It's one of the highest sort of industries uh, or biggest industries in the world. It's got a lot of players. So I think we touched on, on on some of the consolidation work that's going to take place, you know, that will create probably new opportunities for the industry and for hotel bears. Um we will continue to give our customers and build on our tools, you know, on the tech credential, our human capital and, and, and the sort of the content, you know, we will continue adding value because it's part of the raison d'etre of, 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 of Hotel Bears and, and, and Beds Online, again, to help our clients, help them for their clients and their customers. So we see, we see a lot of opportunity with the existing uh, clients and partnerships that we have in terms of growing the services that that they provide from us. So, you know, we have clients that maybe use us for part of the journey, but we can fulfill the the other parts. So there's a bit of that. So that's 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 a good part. And then there are a lot of new segments and new clients coming up um, that I think will participate in the travel ecosystem um, again because it's growing and it's a it's a fast growing and it's 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 a healthy industry now. Certainly, a lot of resets took place, you know, post COVID, and I think that's making us healthier as an industry. So the new segments will be interesting because 
they probably have quite a lot of affinity or services that could benefit, say, from a travel travel aspect on it. If I think about a 360 client uh, engagement that you've got, adding travel is not a, you know, if you're already a financial, you're a bank, you've got cardholders, you already offer them some of these services, you know, extending that service to being the experience of the person that offers experience would not be a big stretch. And, and we've seen a few examples already where it's loyalty programs or, or uh, uh, you know, travel, travel related products and offerings that are very specific by, I would call them non-travel, uh, traditionally non-travel uh, sales channels. I think will happen. So that's another opportunity for us because again, we're we're a B two B. We're not a B two C. So we don't we we're not a competing brand for the hearts and minds of the consumer. We're the service provider to support you with your brand. So so that's also a nice nice area for us. But yeah, we're very excited about the future. I mean, it's um, it's we're you know we're investing in in our tech and we continue to invest in that. Um, and again, trying to build and bring in to catch up, if you like, with the cons consumer desires and the end traveler desires, you know, it's, it's, it's part of our DNA and psyche. That's what we do. Great. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to me and, uh, I hope to, uh, get on another podcast soon. Thank you. <laughs> Now that is unfortunately all we've got time for on this episode of the ITB News Podcast. I do hope you have enjoyed listening and if you have, please do make sure to like, share and subscribe and do join us next time. And of course, for more up-to-date news, make sure to visit news.itb.com.